0: Yo, what's good? It's your girl, Becky the Poet, the host of Unspoken Words Podcast, here to tell you about Poet with Words, where the bartender pours up and the poet brings the words. Enjoy spoken
1: word, live music, sounds from DJ Walkie at the People's Last Stand.
0: To learn more, follow Unspoken Words Podcast on Instagram to see when we'll be pouring up next. what's good podcast are are, are you ready your number one source to all the keys in the industry
1: with Brianna Javon
0: it's the what's good podcast
1: what's good Hey, ladies and gents, this is your girl, Brianna Javon, with What's Good Podcast, and we are in season five, and we're still in the film industry. Well, it's been a little bit of theater, film, just a little bit about production period. So I am excited. We have another guest with us, and her name is Sherelle. How are you? I'm doing good. How are you? I'm doing amazing. Thank you for asking. So as you guys know, we do not do interviews. Instead, we do genuine conversations. So let's get into it. Cheryl we always start off with icebreakers so are you ready for your icebreaker I'm ready okay so your icebreaker is besides money and gift cards what are your favorite gifts to give people during the holidays
0: oh I actually like to give tangible gifts I'm not a money and gift card person okay so <clears throat> Excuse me, what I would normally do, like if it's a family member, loved one, or something like that, mm-hmm. I'm usually listening to them throughout the year mm-hmm. or you know, close to the holidays. If they say something that they really want or would like, um, and they haven't gotten it for themselves yet, mm-hmm. um, I'll be intentional in that way and try to get something that I've heard them say that they want. Um, so it can be something that they have and remember, you know, mm-hmm. and I got it for them. And then um and, and they'll be happy because this, you know, they'll be surprised because they got something that they actually want to so That's usually what I do. Like I'll listen um or what they want if it's in my budget. I know that's right. <laughs> <saying. laughs> and then I try to do that. So I usually do pretty well. Okay. Um uh, I usually do pretty well hitting it on the head like that. Yeah.
1: Hey, so it sounds like you're strategic yes okay okay, okay. <laughs> and I like to give gifts mm-hmm. I
0: like to see the reaction
1: you mm-hmm. don't really
0: get reactions with you give I mean people love money you know right you mm-hmm. don't really get like the big reactions when it's something that they really
1: wanted and they had no idea that they were gonna right because you put like, the thought oh, behind it yeah and they're
0: like how would you know I was it you? you know it's mm-hmm. just more um sentimental
1: all right so now we're going to get into our genuine conversation and usually we start off with who is the guest so for you it's who is Sherelle
0: well um I am a actress I am a writer um I'm a sister I'm an aunt (laughs) I'm a friend um I'm a person that I feel like a lot of other people can relate to you know um yeah that's who I am I'm from Dallas you know uh, I've been I lived there for for many many years uh when I moved there in like 20 or 2000 2001 something like that Mm -hmm. so uh was there for 20 years and then just recently relocated to California Mm -hmm. um so yeah I'm I'm just uh I'm a city girl who loves to be around my friends and family and laugh and have fun and, and show love, you know?
1: Yes. Love it. <laughs> so I want to go into, like you mentioned, you're a writer, you're an actress. Mm-hmm. When did you feel that creative sense? Was it like as a young child or was it teenager? Where did it come as far as, mm, I can pretty much do this?
0: Yeah. Um, so I think the gift of writing, I've had my entire life okay. since I was a little girl. Mm-hmm. Um, it was something I was always good at at school. Mm-hmm. You know, I never challenged the creative part of it, though. Mm-hmm. Um, it was more, you know, the um, what's the word I'm looking for? Uh, I can't think of it, but it was more in in school. So mm-hmm. it wasn't until I was um, probably a few years ago, actually, like 2019, 2018, 2019, something like that, um, a group of friends and I, we we started a um, production company together called Dynamic Arts Entertainment Mm -hmm. so that we can write, produce, direct our own content. Nice. And put it out and give other people opportunities and collaborate and, you know, just all of that. Mm -hmm. And in that, in the very beginning process, or stages of that, we challenged one another to write something, Mm -hmm. you know, that we could film. Mm -hmm. And it started off as like a a little five minute kind of challenge, you know. Mm -hmm. And then I ended up writing a seven episode series. So I think creatively, creative writing, it started um, 2018, uh-huh. but academically, you know, uh-huh. my whole life. And then I've always written like poems and things like that, just uh-huh. um, as a way for me to vent um, or like, you know, some people journal uh-huh. or song write, right. you know, to get their thoughts out. I would just write poetry whenever I was feeling things, but not like on a, a daily basis or anything like I have mm-hmm. to do a log but it was just more so when I was when I felt inspired by mm-hmm. things, right mm-hmm. um so yeah but I would say 2018 when it comes to the script writing
1: okay so I want to talk about those inspirational moments what is one inspirational moment that you had that gave you that sense okay I can write about this and what was the outcome of it
0: so I think um, for the series, it's, it was when I was writing about like my life. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that's the, writing about what you know is the easiest thing.
1: Okay.
0: Um, and then the characters you know I created based on you know people that I know, but also just my imagination. Mm-hmm. So when I did start, even with just the five pages, and I let people read it, and it was received really well, I was like, "Okay, like I knew I could write, but I didn't know I could write in this form." You mm-hmm. know, mm-hmm. like I could do this, and then it it just was coming so natural to me that it made me want to keep doing it.
1: Mm. And I
0: realized, like, I'm a diet it. Nice.
1: Okay, so do you watch the show called Twenties? I do
0: I'm behind the season um I think I've only watched the first episode but I did watch all of last season
1: okay I'm trying to figure out how how many episodes into season two but Hattie has this writing circle and when you were talking about your friends I was like okay when y'all get together is it kind of the same thing where you write and then not critique but just provide feedback to one another like okay Mm -hmm. hey I liked your script this is what you make it do differently. Or, mm. you know, what does that look like for you guys to come together and collaborate?
0: So um most times what we'll do is we'll get together and we'll brainstorm. Okay. Like we'll just throw out ideas of and concepts of things that we can write about and be like, oh, no. And then as we're throwing out different ideas, we'll start elaborating like, oh, and then we could do this or we could take it there. Or, you know, we'll do that. Or people will come in with an idea already kind of outlined out and -hmm. present it. And then you know, we'll say yes or no if we like it or not, or just add some type kind of add to it, you know. Mm -hmm. So sometimes it's just a new idea just sitting together, you know. We come, you know, off top of our heads with it, or we Mm -hmm. come paired with somebody.
1: Okay, so we got. To the writing side, let's get into the acting side of it. Okay. Before we do that, which one would you choose? If you just could choose one.
0: Oh, why would you do that? <laughs> I'm sorry. I had to. <laughs> just one. My I gotta go with my first line and it says acting. It is. Okay.
1: Yeah. So with that being stated, when did you know, like, okay, I really enjoy acting? I'm pretty good at this.
0: Um, I think I always knew mm-hmm. that it was something I wanted to do, you know, and it might sound cliche, but you know, like when I was little, I used to be really animated, and yes. <laughs> <laughs> but I always wanted to, um, do things in the arts. Like, you know, I was always that silly kid, um, holding movies and, mm-hmm. you know, reenacting things and. We're in the, mirror. in the mirror, busted people walking in. I'm gonna, you know, siblings walking in on you, making mm-hmm. fun of you, stuff like that. Um, but I always just have been drawn to it. And then I think when I knew was in college, um, I went to the University of North Texas in Denton mm-hmm. and I was a communications major mm-hmm. and I was doing um performance art classes i was taking every class they had that had to do with performance studies mm-hmm. and we had to do a lot of performing in those classes and that and reading like um uh, memorizing lines and delivering them and stuff and that's when i was like okay i have something here but i didn't try to pursue it right away which mm-hmm. is funny but that's when i discovered it and that was in Two thousand three, four. No, I'm sorry. Two thousand. I graduated high school two thousand five. So that was like two thousand seven, eight. Okay. You know, um, when I was at UNT.
1: Mm-hmm. What was there. the delay? Like you mentioned, you didn't want to pursue it initially.
0: Um, I don't think it was that I didn't want to. I think it was that I didn't know how. Mm. Number one, and I was so focused on college. You know getting my degree and I was an intern I was I worked for the newspaper staff okay I was I was a, a journalist for them um I used to write for the sports column um you. I almost forgot about that until just now like <laughs> but I um so I was working a part-time job I was going to school full-time I was doing the newspaper um. So and. You know, I was an independent student, so I didn't have, like, um, a lot of free money to go to school. Mm -hmm. You know, I had to pay for it. So I think I was just so focused on getting in and out of school. Mm -hmm. And so then once I did, I got, well, during school, um, I got a job working for, you know, this financial institution. So I just kind of, as soon as I finished school, I went full time Mm -hmm. with that company it was a very good company mm-hmm. so my life just took a detour right really and mm-hmm. it was a positive one but you know I it just took me a minute to loop back around mm. to the creative side
1: so I kind of want to get into that a little bit more because I feel like that's some nuggets in there somewhere yeah okay When it comes to you being in the career, like, okay, I know I got these student loans. I know I need to pay for these student loans. I have Mm -hmm. this great opportunity. Even though I know my love is here, I have to go with what life is giving me. Mm -hmm. So for you to, as you mentioned, loop around, what did that sacrifice look like? Because we're always taught to go to school, get your career, stick to that, retire at 65 and oh my retire gosh. real good. Yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs> no, for real, you hit it on the head. So when you say, what did the sacrifice look like when I decided to pursue um, acting? acting? Uh-huh, uh-huh. Oh, well, uh, <laughs> so it was hard because by this time it's 13 years later. Right. And I had been with that company for 13 years. Oh, wow. Yeah. Yeah, been some I, years. Yeah. And I worked my way up. Um, I got many promotions. It afforded me a nice, comfortable lifestyle. You know, I was able to do anything I wanted to do. I would I wanted to travel. You know, it's just really, really good. And I could I could see a clear path to continue that I could continue on under that, you know, mm-hmm. at that company. Mm-hmm. So but It was like the acting was always in the back of my mind, like, Mm -hmm. you know, kind of tormenting me a little bit. And so I couldn't ignore it anymore. And so when I realized that I couldn't ignore it, I started to do things in the city. Um, And I went on, you know, my first few auditions and I started doing uh, plays and stuff like that. So I was still working full time, but I was kind of like getting my feet wet on the side. Mm-hmm. acting and it was my very first audition that I went in on for a play. And when I came out, I had such a high wow. that I was like, I want to do it again. Mm-hmm. Like I just want to keep doing that. Like, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? I don't care if I get the part or not. Like I just like how I feel do, when I was how I felt when I was in there. Yes. And then when I came out when it was over, mm-hmm. I was like, this like I knew, you know, mm-hmm. I just knew. Mm-hmm. So um I dove like headfirst into it and I was very, very busy um, Mm. working on plays and things like that. So that's when I was first introduced. And then um, I was like, I want to go all the way with it. And I was like, I'm going to go ahead and, you know, quit my job. I'm going to quit my Mm. job after, you know, 13 years and I'm going to not renew my lease at my apartment. I'm going to sell all my stuff and and move and that's what I did but it took two years so Mm -hmm. the sacrifice for me was in those two years because it was really only supposed to take a year I intended to leave in I want to say spring or summer 2020 but that's when coronavirus Mm -hmm. hit Mm -hmm. so it got delayed um by a year and in that year during the pandemic I got another promotion at work which started to pull me away from my focus Mm -hmm. and I was miserable and unhappy when it was happening and so then I had to figure out what are you gonna do truly because I was already decided I was gonna quit but when I got the promotion I felt like maybe I should I mean I should you know what I mean Mm -hmm. it was was really challenging Mm -hmm. um walk away from Mm -hmm. it made it harder for me Mm -hmm. but um after a lot of soul searching and talking to my friends and my family and praying Mm -hmm. uh I had I made a decision and the the best decision for me was to go ahead and then my notice and um that was probably like eight months after I had got the promotion and then I packed up all my stuff in my car and had it shipped to LA and said if I'm gonna do it I'm gonna I'm gonna do I'm gonna get the full experience so I've been here for about two months now and you drove oh no Uh (laughs) oh no (laughs) no ma'am I did not I did not drive I am not a road tripper by Mm -hmm. any (laughs) means so I um was able to have my car shipped with a uh a trucking company
1: Gotcha. Okay. Okay.
0: Okay. If I had their name, I'd plug them right now because they got my stuff here um, very, very safely. But I can't think of it off. It's
1: okay. (laughs) Well, just know that she's looking out for y'all. Y'all.
0: Yeah, Yeah, right. But it was wild. It was wild to see everything that I own besides like some boxes and stuff that I put in storage. Mm. But everything I was taking with me could fit in my vehicle, Mm
1: -hmm. you know?
0: And Mm -hmm. then to give that to essentially strangers to drive across the country. Right. I was like, like my whole life is in this car. Right. (laughs) Right. Please let it make it. Yes. (laughs) But it did and it worked out and it's been going uh, very well ever since. Like I can't even tell you. I mean, since it started, since the journey started two years ago with me, Mm you know selling my stuff and moving like I you know my family was and friends were very supportive and allowed me to stay with them and you know in preparation and save money and stuff but it's just so I know that I'm you know living in my purpose and I'm being Mm. obedient because Mm. everything is just unfolding for me the way so just effortlessly, you know, like, and not effortlessly in the sense that I don't have to do anything because I do this hard work, <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. but everything is just lining up is what I'm mean. like. I, know. I don't have to worry about living situations and finances and, you know, some of those horror stories that you hear when people go from somewhere like Texas, where, you know, the cost of living is it's substantially cheaper yes. than a place like California and to make a leap like that and to walk away from mm-hmm. your your livelihood and everything that you know to you know to survive and take care of yourself yeah i completely different and it's like I can't even tell you how how blessed I've been during the process I that wouldn't change beautiful. anything
1: that is beautiful to me Thank so I you. have to ask why California versus New York?
0: So um, California, I have roots in California. I used to live here when I was a little girl. Uh Um, My parents were married here. Uh, Well, they didn't get married in California, but they were, you know, married when we lived in California in our Mm -hmm. house together. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. With my siblings. So I think that, just kind of pulls me back in itself um if I'm gonna go there just being vulnerable you know my mom is deceased now Mm -hmm. she's been deceased for over 20 years at this point Mm -hmm. that's what brought us to Texas but um I think I just I feel close to her Mm -hmm. there because I remember the places, the place that we live and most the life that we had. So that's mm-hmm. what kind of pulls me to California. It's mm-hmm. kind of me. Um so I feel closer to her when I'm in California. Even though all her family is in Texas, mm-hmm. um for, for some reason I just feel closer to her here. So oh, that, nice. that was a part of of why I wanted to come. And I have other family members here too mm-hmm. that I didn't um but I haven't grown up with in the past 20 years mm-hmm. so I wanted to be able to nurture those relationships and mm-hmm. and be around um other people that I haven't been you mm-hmm. know because my people in Dallas you know those those relationships are solid and they're mm-hmm. always there you know and um so I wanted to see what else you know was
1: out there that's so much it's you like know, thanks you not It's like you're starting over, but you're not starting over. Yeah. It's just taking a chapter in a previous book. Mm-hmm. And then from there, just moving forward that way. And I love that so much because it's like going back to your roots pretty much.
0: Yeah, yeah, it is like um it's hard for me to explain what I feel when I'm here. Mm-hmm. Every time I would come and visit over the years and stuff, like not even thinking about acting at the time you know mm-hmm. this is pre-acting I was like it was just pulling me you know mm-hmm. I feel like I need to be here like it's, I'm about out here just making me feel good um I don't know if it's the weather or the sun or the mm-hmm. energy of the people, you know but mm-hmm. it it was just like yeah you need to go and see what happened. so so good not you know you mm-hmm. can always go back home you can always go anywhere this world is so big this, you know there's so much to explore mm-hmm. there's so much to, and now that i'm here i'm like dang where else could i go now you know it's kind of like a little bug like maybe i'll spend a few years years here and then go out the country somewhere for a little while or, you know just why not
1: hello, hello. He- Girl, I, I am know. learning that people are just pick uh, just packing their bags and going like there's mm-hmm. this little visa you can live in a whole nother country for six months yes and then you can pick up and go to another country and i'm like um, what's stopping us at this point yeah why not it's the <laughs> mm-hmm.
0: culture i mean it's so many different things to see right you know outside of where we get comfortable in our little bubbles Mm -hmm. you know with our daily routines and things like that but I think the pandemic has opened that up for a lot of people Mm -hmm. feeling like we just don't want to do the the mundane work you know what I'm saying work sleep work sleep work sleep (laughs) Mm -hmm. yeah we want to and a especially seeing now that we can do a lot of this stuff remotely. Yes. It's like, why not go do it from another state that you maybe wanted to visit or mm-hmm. another country? Because it's still, the work is still getting done. Out of wow. know. Yeah. <laughs> i so, still
1: need that direct deposit. Yeah. So I'm going to get the work done. <laughs> okay. Okay. Talk about it. <laughs> for real. All right. So we're going to move into the next section of our conversation. Okay. And it's pretty much the highs and lows. And this could be business, your career, um, life, whatever that may mean to you. So mm-hmm. we want to start off with the high. So anything you can think about where you like, oh, snap, sure, I did that pat yeah. on the back. So yeah. what would you like to share?
0: I think for me, a high would be... um filming the first episode of my series. Mm -hmm. Not just me by myself, of course. You know, I had a whole team of people who came out, but just being able to write and complete it Mm -hmm. and then coordinate and have everyone come together to um, bring my vision to life. Mm -hmm. Like, what? And now working on a second episode, what? Like, that makes me feel so good. Um, Another thing would be actually coming here like following through with what i said i was gonna do walking away from my job um you know and and starting over like you said that is huge and then getting here and hitting the ground running like okay what do i have to do to be successful i need to practice code i gotta figure out Mm -hmm. what you know what's what's gonna work for me what's Mm -hmm. my strategy you know where do I start? <laughs> mm-hmm. And so and and learning so much and and um I saw I set goals for myself like on a monthly basis. So good. And and actually executing on those so far and you know, meeting them, mm-hmm. I think that's uh another big one.
1: Yeah. So I gotta dive into that. Do you keep your goals on a whiteboard or how do you no. keep yourself accountable for them?
0: so I'm a, I, I like to write things down. Um, okay. I don't have a whiteboard though, but I make lists. I put mm-hmm. things in books. So I like, yeah, I have a notebook where I write everything down. Mm-hmm. Um, and I have, what I had to teach myself to do was to stop writing in a bunch of different places, you know, <laughs> keep three or four own. different notebooks. Like girl, consolidate, put this in one. So I have one notebook that I try to Maintain, and then I put things in my phone, mm. you know, in my notes on my phone, so I can have them. But I don't have my notebook. I'm not one to take it with me everywhere, mm-hmm. but I will refer back and I go through, and I like to check things off and cross them up. See, like, okay, okay, progress. Like that releases some type of positive endorphin inside of me yeah. <laughs> when I do that. Mm-hmm. Um it makes it tangible, mm. you know. So definitely like to write things down and see them. And, you know, it's my understanding when you have a a thought or a vision, you know, you need to make it real by putting it on paper. You allow that thing to have life and give it life when Mm. you do that. So don't just hold everything in inside, you know, release, write it down and then work towards it and then you'll see it.
1: That was really good. Oh, that was good from my hey. understanding. That was good. That was good. Okay, so let's go on the other side of the spectrum. Anything okay. you can think of that made you question, like you mentioned, moving to Hollywood mm-hmm. or going and staying in the career mind focus, like you mentioned, you were working for like a finance organization anything that was a low and then how did you push through because you're in Hollywood you're flourishing you're doing your thing like you mentioned you got there and you just making it happen so let's talk about the low and then how did you push through to get to where you are today
0: um I think
1: the low there have having the
0: the low was trying to leave the job uh-huh, uh-huh. <laughs> you oh, know um that was the hardest thing that was what was causing me the most stress because I felt like okay I'm going to this place and I'm not sure how I'm gonna succeed Mm -hmm. so let me take my safety net with me but that safety net was 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 killing me you know what I mean Mm -hmm. like the stress I could feel it in my body, yeah. um, my mood, all that. So that I mean, and it took months for me to make a decision. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think that was the low. And then after, I don't I don't know if this is a low or this is just an adjustment, mm-hmm. but getting here and then cause you know, you know what you're doing, mm-hmm. right? You know what to expect. Like, okay, this is gonna be a change. Mm-hmm. Um and you go in and you already mentally prepare as much as you can. Mm-hmm. But then when you get there and all the changes start hitting you, like it, it, it's different right. when you're actually going through it versus when you're planning for it. Mm-hmm. So I think for me, it was just adjusting my lifestyle and how, you know, OK, so now I don't have a job, mm-hmm. but I still got to pay for stuff. I
1: Because <laughs> I feel like it so makes you to was- hustle even harder. Yeah, those type of experiences,
0: right? So, I think that was the biggest thing is like, oh, you got to be on like a budget, Mm -hmm. you have to tell yourself no sometimes, Mm -hmm. you have to tell other people no sometimes, Mm -hmm. like you have to be strategic and smart, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Because I knew coming, I was gonna have to do it, Mm -hmm. but I wasn't, I didn't have to do it quite like that Mm -hmm. when I was still. In Dallas not yet you know what I mean
1: yeah
0: so because the checks were still coming <laughs> mm-hmm, right so, it's yeah, a I'm, saving, I'm saving for when I get there but I'm still all right because mm-hmm. you know I'm working mm-hmm. but I think that was the the most difficult adjustment was like and everything is so expensive it really is you know was because then it's like you know it's high things are high in California but then when you get there you're like okay now this is just ridiculous mm-hmm. like
1: I was so mad because I stayed down um in LA for two months. Okay. And I went to go purchase um, some Gatorade. Yeah. And I saw those extra taxes. I'm like, why do y'all have extra taxes? <laughs> yes. Everything. If you, groceries are more
0: like you go to the grocery store. I'm like, okay, I get turkey sausage and the house for $3. Why is it? $6 here, you know, for you the same for the small bags. pack. Or whatever. Like mm-hmm. so, but then I also to come out of that, mm-hmm. what I had to do was um revisit like the budget that I set for myself. Mm-hmm. And I think it was unrealistic to begin with. Like I was down bare bones trying to like live on the minimum and it was like that wasn't that wasn't gonna work. Yeah. And I didn't know, but some things are trial and error, you right. know. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I think I had to uh revisit that. Mm-hmm. And then stop comparing California because mm-hmm. they're they're just not the same. That's good. You know, mm-hmm. like let it go. You're not going to get and do the same things in uh, California that you did in Texas. Mm-hmm. So stop. Otherwise, you're just going to be <laughs> agitated all the time mm-hmm. thinking about this stuff. Mm-hmm. So embrace the new. This is what comes with it. But it's worth it because you're living your dream. Mm-hmm. so if this is what you gotta do
1: it's just what you gotta do like it's a part of the journey yes I yeah. love that because sometimes you gotta give yourself a reality check this is what mm-hmm. you wanted
0: mm-hmm. this so this is what for. comes with it
1: mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm.
0: so it's gonna be some things you know some give and take in there mm-hmm. it's not all gonna be you know what exactly how you want it right so That's
1: good okay so We talked about finance. I want to talk about now the community. So I'm going thinking about, like you mentioned, you can't compare Texas and California. So Mm -hmm. when it comes to community, you built that in Texas, right? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But now since you're starting over, the friends that you knew when you were younger, We grown now, like. Yeah. yeah, (laughs) So, what does that look like as far as? Because you pretty much rebuilding. Not starting over, but you're rebuilding those relationships. So, what does that look like on the professional side out there? And what does it look like as far as like just personal life?
0: Yeah. So, personal life. Thankfully, you know, I have, you know, a sister here, Mm. um, my brother in law, and my niece, and they keep me um, rooted in family, rooted in faith. They, you know, give me that love that I need, Mm -hmm. um, support, all of that. Mm -hmm. Um, and then I have one of my best friends who actually moved from Dallas before I did Mm -hmm. to California. So, that's a little piece of home right there. So we cling to each other because she doesn't have anyone here either. So mm-hmm. we, um, it's, it's just perfect. I'm telling you, this can't be, it's not a coincidence. Mm-hmm. This is like a godsend. You know what I mean?
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And um, I have, I've been reaching out to people that I knew when I was little. My very first, I call her my very first best friend ever. Uh, we were little, I mean, like probably under under age five. And our parents were best friends uh-huh. uh, and hung out all the time. So, uh-huh. you know, naturally we were always together. So I've gotten to get back with her and get together now that we've grown. And that's just a blessing because a lot of people don't make it, you know,
1: yes. uh-huh. to live,
0: to see. Uh-huh each other all these years later mm-hmm. so to be able to reconnect mm-hmm. and reminisce and get to know each other where we are now and still have genuine uh, love and appreciation for one another that's really nice mm-hmm. and then I have a bunch of well not a bunch but I have a nice amount of family members I haven't had a chance to really connect yet because mm-hmm. I've been so like hyper focused on everything that i need to do Mm -hmm. but i do intend to reach out you know have a brother here and you know so i just want to get with everybody Mm -hmm. um that i can while i'm here Mm -hmm. and um and i still talk to all my dallas people so it's like that hasn't slowed down you know yet hopefully it doesn't Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. (laughs) um but that hasn't changed anything, you know, with our relationship. So I still feel comfort from them too and support from them too. So I don't feel alone, you know. That's good. I don't and I don't feel like so that's on the personal side, on the professional side, because mm-hmm. that that kind of segues for me. That doesn't make me feel like I need to um try to make a lot of friends.
1: I mm-hmm. might sound bad. Nope, you don't need to thank the punk. You already got your community. <laughs>
0: <laughs> but I have been. You know, you got to network in this business. Right. And I have been doing that. And I have met some really interesting and cool, talented people. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's nice. And I hope to continue, you know, to do that.
1: Mm-hmm. First of all, I was just going to ask you, what is the networking scene out there look like for you?
0: So for me, um, right now, I'm doing a lot of background work. Okay. is where I'm starting. Mm-hmm. So meet, you know, people on set all the time and then you meet people who are in the crew you mm-hmm. you may even meet you know some of the the main talent that's on these um projects mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. for me the networking is is when I'm there and we're all there to work and we're just talking about kind of who we are getting to know each other because a lot of hours mm-hmm. you know in a on a film day right so right. we take our time um you know in our in our in downtime to just talk and we're laughing and you're exchanging social media and you know uh exchanging just uh gems on what to do out here because a lot of people Mm -hmm. they kind of have a similar story you know Mm -hmm. if they're not from here they came from somewhere else to pursue something Mm -hmm. and so most of them have been here longer than me because I'm only two months in so a lot of takeaways on what works or what didn't work for them. And then I can use that to kind of tailor my own thing for me Mm -hmm. as to, okay, maybe I can try that, you know, I don't think I would want to do this, you know, Mm
1: -hmm.
0: and what have you. So it's really informative um, when you get on those sets because you're just, you're just learning from everybody. Mm -hmm. I I feel like I learn something new every day. Oh. And then I learned something about the city every day. And then I learned something, you know, I'm just, everything is new. Uh-huh. Learning,
1: you know, my mind is constantly doing this. And just receiving all the information. Because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. that's why that it was something similar for me too, because um I was in the fashion industry. Okay. So when we were pulling clothes for stylists that were coming in and out, it was like, oh, everybody was connected. This person is this person, this mm-hmm. person is with this person. And so when we would go into networking events, I would go and they're like, oh, yeah, she works for here. Oh, and Bree, remember, she works there too. So make sure you connect with both of them if you want to do this together. And I was like, yep. oh, okay. Now I'm kind of yep. seeing like how you got to move the room. Yeah. And it's just, sometimes you got, like you mentioned, just sit there and listen and just take it mm-hmm. all in. Because what I've noticed out there, people may make it seem like Hollywood is fake and phony, but there's people generally... I, I see that across the board people generally just like to help people yeah. like the guy that i was working under i still have my list to this day he gave me a list of restaurants a list of clubs and bars mm-hmm. to go to while i was out there and i shared it with my friend that was out there and he was living out there for years before i moved out there yeah. he was like i didn't even know this was going on Bree. yeah so i've realized like you mentioned people are just open like okay this is mm-hmm. who I am. Oh, you do this too. Oh, this is what I do. We gotta hang yeah. out more. Yeah, I haven't ran into
0: anything that didn't seem sincere to me yet. Mm-hmm. Like everyone has been very helpful and like, mm-hmm. oh, welcome. You know, have you done this? Whether it's something professional or just like in your free time, like you got it. like you said, they um referring me to different places. I have a list in my phone right now <laughs> of places I need to attend, you know, mm-hmm. and go see so I can just enjoy the, this city. Mm -hmm,
1: mm -hmm, and I love it oh I actually like thought about it should I have stayed out there because when you get out there you're like oh I'm doing what I'm supposed to be doing like this whole Mm -hmm. time I've been triggered to come out there and you're there and it's Mm -hmm. like "Ah." (laughs) yep yep
0: yep it's liberating It is. it is so liberating and then just going back to what you said about you know you go to school, you get a job, you work till you retire till you're 65 and have this retirement, and that's been the um, the template that a lot of people live by, and that's what's been passed down. So it's like when you break out of that is scary at first mm-hmm. right because that's what you know but then when you start to realize there's more than one way to live there's more than one way to be successful there's more you know I don't have to do it that way mm-hmm. Now, and there's nothing wrong with that way either but I can go this direction like it just it makes you feel like you can do anything at that point you know Mm-hmm. Like I want everybody
1: to feel this way. <laughs> <laughs> it was a different type of feeling. It's just joy to me. Yes, it just feels like joyous. Like nobody can stop me as long as mm-hmm. I got God behind me in my community. Yep, everything is gonna fall in place.
0: Yep, yep, it's definitely joy.
1: Love that. Okay, so this is one of my favorite parts of the episodes. It's called "One Free Advice." I feel nowadays people make you pay so much money just to get advice and mm-hmm. then they gotta follow up with you because it's like, oh, okay, I did this, but I do need help with that. They don't get the so full. They don't get the okay. full what is it called? The um the meat and potatoes, they don't get the full yeah. thing.
0: Yeah.
1: So for you, what would you give somebody that's listening, little boy, little girl, that's like, hey, I want to be an actress or hey, I want to follow my dreams, anything of that nature that they mm-hmm. they can apply it tonight or tomorrow.
0: Mm-hmm. okay i would say um if you can uh, you know afford to do this uh join an acting class or um or somewhere free if, if your community offers like theater or um or whatever whatever their thing is because then you said acting right if they want to be an it's
1: anything business, but actors, whatever it is um, yes you know
0: um, find a resource that will help you to learn more about the skill and sharpen and sharpen your gift as well. Mm-hmm. Um, and exercise it to see like, if this is something that I really actually like, because you may start doing it and be like, hmm, I know there's plenty of things that I thought I wanted to do. And then once I actually had the opportunity to do them, I was like, no, I don't think I really want to do that. I can't see myself. So just try it. At minimum, just try it. It doesn't mean you have to jump off the ledge and move to another state or, you know what I mean? Or go that far. Just take the first step and and or research, you know, research that theme and and what it requires to um, to get started in it. And if that's something you want to put your effort into, but specifically for acting, I would say, get into something where you can, where you can exercise that, whether it's a, a free class or something you have to pay for, mm-hmm. you know, if you'd like to write and make sure you're actually spending time writing. If you want to do it, you have to be doing it.
1: Yeah. Yes, that was good. Mm-hmm. Okay. So what are some upcoming events and or projects that you like to share with us? And how can people keep in touch with you?
0: So, um, I don't have any events right now. I am working on, um, my project I mentioned earlier. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a, um, a, a comedic series, um, that I wrote and, that one won't be coming out until 2022 um sometime or actually actually it might be later than that but it just depends cuz i got to put it in festivals and do all this stuff so mm-hmm. so right now um i don't have anything in the present that's mm-hmm. coming like in the short term mm-hmm. but definitely working and you will see um as it unfolds and you can see that on my social media um sherelle s-h-e-r-r-e-l-l-e underscore marino m-a-r-i-n-o that's on instagram and then it's just sherelle marino on facebook i do intend to um start a youtube channel showing my journey so uh i've been documenting that uh, so that will be, I guess, something that will be more immediate because the series takes a little bit of time to put all together. Uh-huh. But um, so, if you all want to see my journey, um, be on the lookout on my social media page because I will post my YouTube link.
1: I'm mad at Sheryl i'm excited for you i am thank you. for you like you really took a leap of faith and you are doing your thing
0: i'm trying i'm trying
1: <laughs> okay so ladies and gents as you guys know we always leave the episode with a motivational moment this can be a scripture a verse a quote Couple of weeks ago, we did a song, like a motivational song that gets you know, pick pick me up when we need those songs. Um, anything of that nature, just to lead to people with mm, I feel kind of motivated now that I've been listening to the episode. So mm-hmm. for you I want to know, as you mentioned, you are a woman of faith. Mm-hmm. Um, what is a scripture that you go to? Or if you know some of the words, because I know I don't know scriptures like that. Ooh, I just, just them on top. <laughs> Um
0: Oh, you had to put me on the spot with scripture.
1: I know. <laughs> I was like, you don't have to know it verbatim. But just look, seeing you I mean, the there. first
0: the first thing is, you know, faith without works is dead.
1: Mm-hmm. You know, because mm-hmm. it's true. Yeah. We can have all the
0: faith in the world. We mm-hmm. don't put any effort behind it, it's not gonna come into fruition. Mm-hmm. But as soon as we, like I said, we have God gives us that vision, He mm-hmm. puts it in. It's on our heart. Mm-hmm. We speak it. We we write it down. You know, we ask him for it and give it to him and say, you know, Lord, this is what I want for my life, but I want what you have for me more. I hope this is a part of what it is.
1: Yes. Oh, <laughs> but I, I want understand. you to leave
0: me on that. I want your approval. I want your provision uh-huh. and your permission on this thing. Mm-hmm. And if, if, and you have to genuinely be like, and if, if you don't, if you don't, you know, uh, consent, then I, I trust that too. I'm okay with that if it's a no, because I know you have something else for me, but you know, like I said, if you just give it, give that to him and then do your part and he'll show you the rest.
1: that will lead you i love it because sometimes you do have to surrender you do want to hold on tight because this is what i want to do this is what i see and i'm like well that's something that you see but does god see it for you yeah
0: did 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 you even talk to him about
1: it okay (laughs) and you wonder why the same door gets closed yeah so I, so like, that's just my pick me up is that certain times you have to surrender and just give it to God, mm-hmm. even though you're trying to hold on strong to it. He definitely mm-hmm. has something better for you because yes. in the sight, that's what you see, but God is working beyond always. what we can see, which always. is always going to be in the best for us. So always. that's just my add on to that. Cause yes, ma'am. I, that's on an everyday for me. Yep. I'm always coming up with ideas and I'll go to God because I always drive in my car. Mm-hmm. Before I start driving, I pray, I'm like, okay, Lord, if it's not in your will, let me know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Tell me, talk to me in my dreams. If you have mm-hmm. like a prophet or just a counsel, whatever that means, Lord, like use something or anyone as a vessel to just let me know what mm-hmm. is needed. Because if it's not behind you, I know it's not for me. Right. And so, everything that Sherelle said and please everyone that's listening surrender and just give it up because you have to give it back to him anyway because it is his we wouldn't have it if it wasn't for him yeah so I'm just so thankful for you Sherelle this was really good did you have a good time
0: Yes, I had a great time, Brianna. Thank you for having me. I appreciate it. It's, you're so easy to talk to and so personable and welcoming. You have great energy, your big, beautiful smile, you know, so you made me very comfortable. And I just thank you for allowing me to be on your platform.
1: I am so appreciative for you even accepting shout out to Kiara from KMS Lamp Studio for yes.
0: <laughs> check her out she can my highlight look you can't see them right now highlight okay. my highlights. Oh, so, see her in Duncanville. please do off of Cedar Ridge I'm gonna go ahead and get the address yes. yep yep <laughs>
1: yep she's amazing not yep. just saying that yeah she's a bomb Mm -hmm. so um this is a wrap did you have any last words anything you feel like I left out today
0: I think we covered I think we covered a nice array of things um you did a great job with your questions and, and making sure so again I just say thank you thank you so much
1: all right well with that being stated ladies and gents if you're listening to this morning noon evening or night Thank you so much for tuning into another episode of What's Good Podcast, and we will see you next time. See you. Bye-bye. Hey, guys. For more updates, you can follow me on Instagram at what's good underscore podcast or my personal account, b.javon underscore. Javon is spelled J-O-V-A-H-N. You can catch me on Twitter, what's good underscore pod C for Charlie. And then you can also catch me on Facebook at What's Good Podcast. Uh, Make sure that you subscribe and also leave reviews for me to also see. And I can also respond back to you guys. Let me know what you're thinking of the podcast and any updates. Thank you. Have a good one.